and welcome to our podcast. My name is Sophia. My name is Andrew. And today we are making a little follow-up to the relaunch uh, podcast we made with Laurent because we're getting some uh, exciting insights about this and we also have some uh, why the accelerator program, the stadium, some mentoring and today we just want to talk about it, what uh, new insights we have and some learnings about it and yes. Bot Talk Podcast. So uh, uh, let's start. Uh, so I think it will be nice if we uh, give some uh, uh, kind of background information where our insights are coming from and uh, uh, where we get these ideas about uh, um, today's episode. So uh, I think you uh, you could start with the with the feedback that we got from the mentoring session in uh, Stadium. Yes, so we had like a reproductive call. Um, so it was organized by the NMA. So one of the board member uh, just answered some question about us because um, we aren't sure where how we communicate or our external communication is. Because at the moment we, we just ourselves, we had the feeling that we are just like too, like too broad with our information and uh, maybe our potential customer didn't actually catch what is the, the problem we're targeting. And um, that's why we just ask her to have a look on our um, landing page on our website, um, just gaining some ideas like what sh she thinks, what we are doing. And she also said like, yeah, okay, maybe you need to change uh, your website and your external communication because at the moment it's like super um, technical stuff. So and everyone is like, we just try to explain how our uh, amazing technology is working, but actually the the customer who is like coming on our side, they just want the the, the solution. So we just want to have a, uh, the autified articles, and they're not really interested in how our technology actually works or how, which like complicated IT infrastructure we have behind it. So and she also said like voice is just like it's a super emotional thing so voice is like we are like communicating about the voice and so it's like a really special thing for us in our communication and that's why she would recommend that we're going more on this emotional level so just turning completely our um, communication from the technical side just leave it behind and going more to the emotion and then we have like a better chance to reach out to our potential customers or more like getting their intention and um, yeah, try to yeah, reach them on a better way. This was for me like a really interesting um, topic, which we also like, we had it in mind before, but we didn't actually go behind this uh, idea. So this was just, again, she reminds us about this, like we need to change our communication. And I think this was like pretty good for us that we now know in which direction we need to go. Yeah, definitely. I, I found it very insightful. Uh, also, um, kind of relieving that um, during the call, I looked up all our competitors and uh, they all had the same problems. So uh, basically, uh, uh, companies tend to uh, speak about their product, about themselves. Uh, and the website, uh, especially for startups, uh, when you begin, it is you have at the beginning, um, you have only the landing page. 
So it's basically your standing and your understanding of what you are doing, and it's much more about self, uh, uh, yeah, um, self portrait uh, uh, of what you're doing. But actually, um, when you think about it, um, uh, the landing page is not about you at all. Uh, so it's not your um, company's office. It's not your anything. It's not yours. It, the, the goal of the landing page is to present you uh, to the customer. And the best way to present, it, uh, to present yourself is uh, to talk to the customer. So instead of saying, hey, we are this perfect company, we do this product uh, with the following features, and that's why we are great, you should actually uh, rephrase it in, okay, you are so great, <laughs> you have these uh, problems uh, which we uh, completely understand, and uh, we, may be, uh, we may have a couple of solutions for your exact problems. So instead of a monologue, uh, it, it becomes a dialogue. So you talk uh, with this landing page, you talk to the customer. And what you mentioned about um, the spin that we could uh, give uh, our communication about the emotional, uh, emotionality of uh, the whole text to speech topic, I found it also very uh, insightful. Because this is actually you know, the perception that we are fighting um, uh, often. Uh, the perception that uh, text-to-speech is uh, something that is generated and the words, wording is very important when, when you say, okay, what you are doing, we are generating. Okay, this is already something very uh, robot-like uh, 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 thing. And uh, instead of that, what we're actually trying to say is that our voices sound natural. They sound uh, appealing. They sound human. And uh, instead of giving, uh, giving the focus on you know, generating, text-to-speech, uh, features, API, RSS, and all this stuff. Instead, uh, we need to actually go back a bit and maybe think about how can we, um, uh, how can we uh, formulate the message that we have natural-sounding uh, voices, uh, which are very appealing and uh, uh, with which you can reach your audience uh, wherever they are. Something along those lines to kind of uh, uh, formula. I, I found it very insightful and uh, um, gave uh, gave me personally a lot of uh, think uh, things to think about. Not only about the landing page, but um, maybe some bigger topics that we have uh, uh, at the moment. Mm -hmm. I think it's not just like the website. It's also our completely external communication, also our communication on like social media and everything. So we see we need to connect everything and also that we have then like the impact in our sales. So now we need to make the connection every department and every uh, field we're working. And also when we were on this call, uh, on this call with the mentoring, um, I just, uh, we think about the pitch uh, when we go to Norway or to the other um, hubs before and there I just like uh, pushed you some uh, ideas of myself that I think we need to like to make it more emotional before that we talked about this a few bit and there um, I had like this idea that we're gonna go okay historically the voice was our first communication and then the voice turned into the written word and now our step is coming returning the written word again into the voice so we're going back to the natural human um, communication way and we're just doing it with a technology yes but um, you 
didn't hear any um, yeah, differences between. So this is our biggest goal, that we're just going back to this natural communications. And then I think then we have like this, like this connection again in the circle where we actually want to go in the future. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's a very valid point uh, that, uh, you know, uh, that you brought up with, uh, with our pitch. Uh, and the story that uh, I already drafted some, some of the ideas, the story that uh, I think would be very cool to, uh, to tell is, uh, you know, that uh, the culture, uh, Western culture uh, especially, started from the oral tradition. So if you look at the Homer and uh, uh, his, um, his like epos that he created in the ancient uh, Greek, uh, it was all created uh, orally. So they had no idea how to write, write these things down. They had a special people that were, um, that were telling the same epos from one uh, generation to another. And the whole purpose, the whole like, uh, um, uh, education was to remember this huge book that, uh, 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 and all the stories. And uh, uh, that's why they, they used a lot of techniques uh, to uh, to remember, that's why um, the epos is structured a certain way. And so one sentence, uh, um, um, after, after one sentence ends, uh, your mind kind of knows where to, uh, where to connect it, um, the way they build the sentences in themselves. That's why, for example, the rhyme and written came, uh, uh, came uh, to be, because it's just easier to remember when you have the rhyme and the written uh, so, so you wouldn't uh, mess up uh, your story, and um, that's how the whole uh, the whole European culture uh, culture actually came to be. And then um, the only problem was the scaling. So it doesn't scale. You need to, you need those those people. You need to have the schools for them to remember. And um, and then what happens if uh, if there is another uh, hero? If there is a, a now um, a story about the Troy. Uh, about the uh, um, Helen the um, uh, and and the Troy story, and then another story, and another story you need to remember. So so uh, the um, the uh, um, the history evolves, and there are so many stories to tell, and so this doesn't scale. So what people invent is okay, let's write it down, and uh, it was also working very well because now you could uh, write uh, or create this uh, beautiful book. And, uh, and send it uh, to another part of the world, for example, and read it uh, um, even if you don't have an um, educated um, um, person who knows how to tell the stories. The problem there, it doesn't scale as well because those books need to be written one copy at a time. Um, and so um, the solution for the second scaling problem was Gutenberg. He's a print press. So you take these written, handwritten books, uh, which were uh, mostly written by monks, uh, and you say, okay, we create one master copy and we can reproduce it as crazy. And that's where the whole uh, kind of uh, European culture actually really lived off. Uh, because now you have, uh, you have this uh, incredible invention of a print press, and it's a completely scalable product and so on and so forth. But you should, you should always remember that, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea and it's a scalable product, but that, that is still a solution for, um, for what? To, for telling the stories. So the original, as you said, is always telling the stories. And that's, um, that's why I think uh, we, uh, at the moment, uh, uh, when we uh, take, a, um, 
take a, um, a step back and think about like more philosophically, not uh, not only in the like a peach uh, peach context. Uh, at the moment, we are still in the with audio, we are still in the phase of handwriting the books. This is this is we are we are going to the studios. We are recording every actor, uh, um, one sentence at a time, uh, and we are still like you know creating these things ma almost manually. And this is I think uh, uh, the moment with the text to speech is a, as I understand it, this is a print press for audio. You've got a solution to uh, to actually mass produce audio for the first time maybe in the in the history of mankind so you have a, a we we came back to the like telling the stories and now we are able to tell the stories on mass and i think this this is personally very exciting for me because we you know you never know what kind of uh, impact this technology could have if uh, uh, if you could say okay everyone can actually in the future of course right imagine the impact that you could have that everyone can record their own voice once and then produce stories from your own voice. Um, that will be, I think, uh, the future that will be very exciting. So we, we would go back to our oral tradition, uh, but without uh, this overhead of needing a studio, uh, rec uh, r uh, record team, uh, um, post-production and stuff like that. So I think uh, you know, to bring those kind of ideas into the pitch would be very insightful, uh, would be really great. and. Uh, um, it's, it's good that we, we get this feedback from you and also from, uh, from our mentors um, that, yeah, we should definitely go into this direction and not only into the technical um, direction, you know, how actually text-to-speech works uh, behind the scenes, but rather concentrate maybe on this emotional and historical stuff. It's a little bit kind of back to the roots and the technology is just our tool to going maybe the next uh, step in the evolution, so just uh, making it more scaling um, in the audio world and just uh, creating something new. So I think this is like pretty exciting and I'm sure that there's like a lot of potential we can work on and follow up with this. And also maybe making the connection to the Laurent podcast. So um, I wasn't part of it and I just heard it and I found it also like pretty interesting what he said about like yeah, you also have like your steps in your startup and then you need sometimes just to th rethink everything. So you made once like your pivot um, like before and decided, okay, I'm just skipping now the Google, um, Google Actions and Alexa stuff. And now we are like kind of a, like similar point where we need to say, okay, now we need, just need to um, pivot our external communication and see maybe what is working better for us. So like this is now going hand in hand, both uh, topics for me. Yeah, I think, I think it, it has a perfect like implications on, uh, um, yeah, on the topic uh, or connections to with the topic that we discussed before with Long. Um, because uh, in the end of the day, I mean, what we are doing is we innovating actually the old idea. Uh, so te every time we, uh, we go uh, and speak, uh, um, for example, at the um, at the yearly conference of the uh, audiobook um, publishers in here uh, in Frankfurt, uh, in Germany, um, they all tell us, "Yeah, that's an old idea. Text to speech is very old. Uh, you tried it, like we tried it several times, it didn't work." And that's what basically uh, I think one of the um, 
um, one of the like um, key points uh, why we can differentiate ourselves from also from the bigger players you know Microsoft IBM Google uh, Amazon they all have text-to-speech solutions right and uh, but that's exactly it they're selling uh, uh, like programmers to programmers uh, they are selling their APIs to people that will consume the APIs. And yeah, of course, they have a couple of use cases, but it's also, um, if, you, if you think about the word use case, it's also very technical. I mean, what use cases do you have for your, I mean, you, uh, I think our job as a startup is to really find, you know, this whole uh, um, uh, use case uh, topic and rethink um, the, whole, um, the whole problem. And if we could connect to the real life people out there that listen to this audio, as we did, I think, with, with new pro news product that we have. So we have this player that is on, the, uh, on every newspaper website right now in Germany or in every major uh, website, a newspaper website, and people just listen. And you, we have great, uh, um, great statistics about how many people listen. Right. If you look at the uh, at the stats, I'm, every time I look at it, I'm I'm I don't believe my eyes. Like you know, 10% of the readers that really click on this button, and then 75% listen till the end. It shows you that you know this um, urge to hear those stories is there. So, and if uh, if uh, we redefine a bit um, what we do in in the um, context of okay, we are there to tell the stories with the best uh, voice or give your stories the best voice or uh, you have a story we have the best uh, um, best um, um, storyteller uh, for this uh, that would be great um, back in my like um, academic uh, years when I uh, when I studied literature um, there's even um, such thing as uh, there's never uh, uh, there's never a character called writer um, so, uh, because if you read the book, uh, there are several characters, uh, uh, explicit and implicit, in the book. And one of the characters that is actually not in the book, but, uh, you know, there are main characters and uh, not so many characters, like, but there's also one character present, which is not there, but actually there. And this character is the one who is creating the story, who is telling you this story. And he's always there, because someone is telling you the story, right? Um, and, uh, and you never call this character uh, writer because, you know, writer is a, is a person who writes the book, but it, uh, rather you tell the storyteller. This character has a name, it, it's, and his name is Storyteller. And uh, this is, I think, very, very important actually to understand. I mean, even the author who is writing this book physically, putting the words on, um, on the screen, uh, he's actually telling the story. And if he could, he would probably tell it with his own voice, but it's not a scalable solution at, at the moment. So I think, you know, to play with those kind of things, to say, okay, what, um, and also to learn, actually, from the feedback that we got from this uh, Frankfurt uh, thing. They, they, were telling, uh, they were telling us, yeah, but we have this, for every, for every kind of book, we have a, a voice in mind. When we read the manuscript, we already have several voices in mind, which, you know, we should definitely completely own it. We should definitely go into this direction and say, yes, we want uh, exact same um, um, characterization of the voice that we, uh, that we want. It's not, a, it's not a product, it's not a solution, it's not a generation. 
but it's a rather you know storyteller. We yeah. provide your story with the best, uh, yeah, uh, uh, storyteller, um, uh, natural storyteller. Yeah, I never think about this point that we don't uh, like call the the person who writes the book writer and it's just storyteller. I mean, I never think about it, but this like makes totally sense because we also need to tell our story story now with like the voices we're gonna produce and uh, serve to the to the audience. So um, there we just uh, need to work on and it's, I think it's like pretty good now that we making our connections also to our personal background because you're like having a good background with the linguistics and this is like super good to connect also with our story and our external communication and how we want to communicate in the future and I'm, I'm sure this is like the, the, the biggest topic for us this year we need to work on and like to see how we can like tell our story and tell the story of our products and yes it's it's an IT and a techno technical product but it's like it's more than the technology actually. Yeah definitely and that's what we are trying to do with this podcast as well we, we are kind of telling this story of a, of a startup in a very nice way we could have we could have written it, but it wouldn't have uh, such an impact, right? So, um, and I think I think it's a very um, very interesting uh, spin that uh, our mentoring our mentors uh, from Stadium and from NMA uh, gave us, and uh, to try it out, uh, and um, yeah, um, maybe to go as far as say, maybe we should also rethink the name. I think this is one of the like you know the. Uh, hardest topics uh, for me personally to kind of uh, uh, to kind of um, do because even when we um, completely change the product right from Google Actions to what we're doing right now text to speech we still retain the name because it's like the one thing that we had uh, that didn't change uh, everything changed so maybe now it's the uh, um, time to rethink and the reason why to rethink was uh, was actually very very insightful. Uh, why we should like change, change it? I've, I found the um, you know the uh, the way our mentor formulated it was perfect, right? Yes, because uh, the way she said it, I never think about it because she said like, bot talk. So I want when I go to you, I want not that like a bot is talking to me. I want that it's like a person. Yeah, it don't have to be a real person, but it's like still a person. Who has like a voice and so it's not just like a technology i don't want to talk to technology and i never thought about this so i just always have this like the way the technical way why we have this name because we have a nice technique uh, technology so this is talking but not like the other the con consumer way that i don't want to talk to technology i want to talk to a person so this is like uh, a pretty nice insight from her so yes i think Maybe we find some nice new good name for us yeah. and just leave the last thing from the old Botog leaving. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, I think it's just um, with all the things that we, we just mentioned, with the, uh, with the uh, lifelike uh, speech, with the, with the voice, with the character, with, an, uh, with the whole um, appealing uh, to, the, um, to the listener, uh, we do such um, enormous work and then it comes in a direct contradiction with the name and because then uh, then there's a bot that actually talks so I, I think this is that has to do also with a, a lot with the perception 
Uh, I think uh, in the beginning, we, uh, when we just started, um, we didn't have a lot of uh, uh, linguistic rules to uh, make uh, uh, bot talk really sound uh, natural. But we have a couple. Uh, so uh, in order to improvise, um, uh, we, uh, what, what I did back then uh, was um, to actually build up uh, to this slide. Now we have the slide that compares a direct comparison between a human being and a robot, and our robot, right? Which sounds amazing. But before that, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. The comparison would never be uh, good or in our favor. So, um, so what I did, I will, was always building up to this and saying, you know, you will see now, you will hear now the most amazing uh, uh, text-to-speech uh, quality that you ever heard. And uh, um, I will tell you all about how it's done after you just hear it. Just, just remember, listen very closely to what you're going to hear because it's the best thing. It's, it's nothing that you ever heard. It's not like your Alexa. It's not like your Siri. It's going to be amazing. And then, and then you start this. And one of the tricks also was to put the uh, volume really high. Because the higher the volume, the um, the percep uh, the better is the perception of uh, of the sound. Because people think, "Wow, that really sounds uh, amazing." And um, yeah, and we don't need to do that anymore because we do sound uh, great. Uh, but uh, it's all about the perception. So and it's all about the first uh, yeah first impression that you give. So when people come and they see this uh, bot and he's very lovely and so on, but he's a bot. And you know to change that, uh, to try to you know communicate. Yeah, those are like very natural voices, and you know there's been like hours and hours of training with the professional um, actors, uh, that professional storytellers, that put their own uh, unique spin into every single voice that we have on the platform, and you can really hear the unique character in every single uh, word they pronounce. If you sell it like that, they will hear the uniqueness <laughs> uh, and not the bot. So I think this is, a, this is something that we really um, need to work, uh, uh, work on and um, really communicate. And uh, I think we've been busy with the technical stuff a lot, uh, for a long time. And uh, now I think we're, we're at the point where our technical uh, expertise are high enough and we can uh, move on to some subtle um, differences between us and the competition. Yeah, I'm also sure now it's like the point to go this direction and I'm sure that we will like having good ideas to go in this direction and also like just like giving the bot a name. It's you can also see it always like on the marketing sites when you're having like a little um, like bot who's like for messaging and all the stuff or like um, directly marketing and the email marketing always everyone knows that it's just like an automatically uh, email but there's just like the bot has a name and then it's like not that bad anymore. Then mm -hmm. it's just fine. So this is like for me like a good example that when you're just like giving your bot a face and a name and make it like more like a person that it's like enough for, for the customers and they're fine with it. And then it's like more, they're feeling more connected to it. Yeah, definitely. And we are already doing it uh, with our voices. We, we give them names and we communicate with our customers. I mean, in which name do you want this uh, product to sound? Is it this name or that name? We're already kind of playing this uh, uh, imaginary game. 
with uh, uh, so we we might as well just uh, you know uh, go a step further and uh, yeah and uh, also to integrate it into the um, into the product definition and you know what we all uh, actually are all about and uh, by the end of the day it's uh, the end customers the end users the end listeners that will that will judge us and if we make this uh, you know um, character um, um, really speak. Uh, and tell their stories, um, there'll be, I think, uh, there'll be a, a real difference, yeah. Thank you very much for joining. 70% uh, from our listeners do not uh, subscribe to this channel. You gotta change it, please. Our uh, social media uh, person is really eager to get those numbers up. So just, just do it, just click this like button, subscribe button, whatever you have to do. Thank you so much, see you next week. <laughs>